0: wait my money right Y'all hear that? Y'all hear the we Beat Drop Bibb and Nectar podcast and Alexander here, we starting it off so different, we starting it off right God, Every Monday, Thursday, 9am, so new episode We starting it off with yay, track that's of the, the day, can't invested. tell me nothing Let me right let the, get the, get the, the song ride out for a bit I feel the pressure, under more scrutiny And what I do, act more stupidly with that. I'm gonna be setting this trend going forward. Music, starting off the episodes from time to time. We're gonna do another track right after this one. But first off, graduation timeless. Only flaw I can see in the album would be Drunken Hot Girls. As time goes on, just you know, four minutes, no change in the instrumental. I could see why, at least for me, doesn't hold on that much. Hold on, let me let me let Ye speak the rest of this part. Excuse me? Uh, with that, graduation, an album that I'm happy to own, happy to still enjoy to this day. But with that, we're going to move on to the next track. Hot Wind Blows, Tyler the Creator, one of my favorites off happen- Call Me If You Get Lost. Uh, an amazing Lil Wayne bar, a Lil, Lil Wayne feature on this track. On the Instrumental itself just feels like you on the ocean, on the yacht, like drama says. Happy that the music video dropped. Let's let's ride out to it for a bit globe, you keep the block high, driver. Open the door for me, my her We playing hide sync with the passports. Where the fuck we at? Oh, the gotta remind us. Yuck. I still I'm, I'm not, i was about to say I get PTSD, not PTSD. I still Whenever I listen to this, still will think about the tour last year. Phenomenal. Honestly, at this point, I wouldn't mind the time to does another tour. I mean, hopefully in Florida. I ain't trying to go to Cali or anything. But with that, what are y'all thoughts? Call me if you get lost. Deluxe, the album going forward. Like Is it something you still have a rotation? you understand? so fresh that you could taste the same. Yeah, we getting lost, but we know who we aim. By the by, the by the sun, 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 sun. That's enough, Tyler. All right, y'all. What's up, Vivid Nectar Podcast episode? 271 Alexander here, the one and only, the eighth wonder of the world, the ruler's back. Y'all already know. This is going to be a quick episode. Quick episode. I'm just going to touch up on a couple topics. Number one, Frank Ocean, everything Frank Ocean. It's been a bit since his Coachella performance. Um, there, You might have seen a large amount of different news as far as his performance, what went on, the reception of it. I'm happy that I waited a good bit to get more information specifically from Frank Ocean's side of things to find out, you know, what was rumors, what wasn't rumors. From there, a little callback to a funny event that happened a couple of weeks back that just made me, think, made me think about something. I was like, you know, this was a pretty awkward experience. I don't know how people deal with these kind of people. Lastly, if you've ever been a server, there, there's a couple things as a server that It's just flat out disrespectful, you know, the customer eating food. And they do this one thing that at that point, I sort of got a question. What's the motive? Because clearly it ain't to make me happier. It ain't to make me happier. And with that, we're going to be starting it off right with Frank Ocean's Coachella performance has been received as very underwhelming from the stage design to Frank Ocean's performance himself to the way he decided to perform some of the tracks. Now, real quick, real quick, I, I don't think you guys need an introduction to who Frank Ocean is or the lack of music. <laughs> Frank Ocean constantly leaves his fans starving, waiting, eating crumbs and bits. I'm, I'm thankful for the AI future we have here because Frank, listen, your time's up. We don't got to wait for your shit no more. We ain't got to deal with this bullshit of five, six, seven years. AI is here. You know what? Allen Iverson, phenomenal basketball player. Just want, got to let y'all know. We got to keep this up. But with that, Frank Ocean, amazing music, timeless music, amazing artists. But goddamn, he leaves us in a drought. Frank Ocean has been leaving you. If you're a Frank Ocean fan, listen to me, listen to me. For my Frank Ocean fans... Frank Ocean has been doing nothing but dropping jewelry, cock rings, and no music. One bit. Now, there's some arguments for this, saying, hey, his brother passed away, which I totally understand if the no music gets dropped within that period. But yeah, he, he wasn't dropping music before that. All right? I've been trying to tell y'all time and time again, Frank Ocean does not like you. I, I might even go as far as to say he hates you. He hates his fans. Ain't no way. Five plus years. Nothing but jewelry, cock rings, and teased, alluded, like teased music. Very sort of cryptic messaging in regards to his music career. Y'all don't, de- y'all don't deserve that. I don't deserve that. I'm still listening to biking. I'm still listening to a lot of Frank Ocean. But I don't deserve this. Yet again, you know, there's the argument. Hold on, let me play devil's advocate real quick. Hey, listen, we, artists don't owe the fans everything or much. At the end of the day, it's up for the artist to decide when to drop whatever fills their creative juices, all that jazz, to finally get to the point where they have a product, where they've lived enough, gathered enough experiences to where they have a story to tell. I get that. I do. But not with Frank Ocean. I'm, I'm content at this point. I, I've said it a couple times already on the podcast. If Frank were to never drop music again, ever, I'm happy. I got my channel orange. I got my singles. I got a couple joints off Endless, specifically Mitsubishi Sony. And to top it off, I'm content. I've already made that. I don't know about y'all. Some of y'all are probably still going through this process of acceptance. Like finally accepting that. You know what? Frank Ocean just doesn't have it out for the fans. It's not in the fans' best interest to expect anything from him. Now with that, the, the, least, the least we could expect is whenever Frank Ocean announces he's going to perform at Coachella. Rather, Coachella announces Frank Ocean. He's headlining that. All right. We're going to get a hell of a live performance from a live stream, stage design, raw vocals. Y'all remember the last time Frank Ocean's Coachella? Till this day, we still see these videos circulating on the internet. Till this day. So we were expecting magic. Here we are with a complete shitstorm that brewed over the desert. Originally, Frank Ocean planned a giant ice skating ring in Coachella as part of his stage set design. And if you guys are unaware, Coachella's in the desert. Ice in the desert? That's, that's a ballsy move right there. The fact that Coachella was able to pull this off is actually amazing and would have been mind-boggling to see if it would have panned out. So to get a little bit more focus here. As far as Frank Ocean's performance, whenever it comes to the stage design and how lackluster it was, it was due to a last-minute call from Frank Ocean that he didn't want to do the ice, ice ring anymore. He said, hey, you know what? Nah, I don't want this no more. As a matter of fact, get rid of it. Melt, extinguish, burn away the ice, let the water evaporate. I don't got time for this. Not his exact words, but that's basically what it spoke. With that... That could explain the hour delay Frank Ocean pulled on his fans. Oh, oh yeah, to top it off, he was late. An hour late to his scheduled performance, which not many artists are able to, you know, sort of hold you down while you're waiting for them. I myself had experiences with Kanye back in 2016, the St. Pablo tour, Tampa. Shout out to everybody there. Great folks, great time. And phenomenal, even though we waited like an hour and a half phenomenal before I go down memory lane. So, all right, lackluster design. It took over an hour for this man to finally pop out. And when it comes time for Frank Ocean to pop out, for those of you that were waiting on the live stream, that shit's cut. Frank Ocean said, hey, pull the plug on that too. For all my fans that couldn't have made it, for all my fans that don't want to be disappointed in person either, I'm just going to make it worse for y'all. Because not only this man doesn't want to release music, but he wants to gatekeep his presence to whoever is there in front of him. And so far, it hasn't been great for them either. Now, if you're, if you're gone this far, as far as what are my official sources, Festive Owl, they made a post. This was also reposted by Kids Takeover. And with that, you know, reputable source that's speaking on what sources were informed. So we already got Ice ring, delayed hours. Now let's get into some of, the, some of the stuff that happened on the stage. There was like a wide array of dancers that originally were ice skaters, but because they melted, obliterated the ice skating ring portion, they were just dancing around. When it came to the actual live performance of the tracks, there was bits and moments of Frank Ocean doing what Frank Ocean does best. However, Frank Ocean has the audacity to start lip-syncing certain tracks. Now, I had to go search up certain videos, you know, of course, of fans recording it because there was no official live stream. And you could tell there was bits of Frank Ocean lip-syncing, which I don't mind at times, really. Like, I understand there's certain artists that, especially they're jumping around, they need a breather, they've been putting on a hell of a performance. You might need to lip-sync here and there to catch up. But seeing as how everything that already happened, now you're lip syncing as well. I right, dog. It's just clearly, clearly you're trying to do everything in your power to make sure people aren't having the time of their lives. Cool. There's these different remix versions of certain Frank Ocean tracks that he decided to play. There was a certain awkward rave moment on stage. And that's where That's where it's just straight up disrespect. Not a single person guaranteed paid to go to Coachella to see Frank Ocean specifically to hear a remix to the tracks they love. Nobody wants to hear a remix, no matter how artistic and integral it is to Frank Ocean's vision and how it made him feel. We ain't going to see our artists perform remixes of their their most amazing tracks. We don't got time for that bullshit. Let me say it for what it is. It's bullshit. Time and time again, not only are you disappointing everybody, but then you want to pull some fuck shit like that? Remixes to songs that honestly are corny and whack. Because if it ain't the OG version of the track, it's whack. And I, I've, been seeing, I've been seeing certain people try to defend it, saying, oh, these were some, you know, it was dope. It was nice to hear remix versions. No, it's not. No, it's not. Give us, give us the OG Frank Ocean tracks. There's a reason he's acquired such a large fan base and has our love for his music because it, it sounds, it, sp- it sounds spectacular. On top of that, on top of all this, you know what's the worst part about it? It was cut short. <laughs> Oh man, I don't even know where to start with all of this Or rather, I don't even know how to end Me being someone who didn't even go Because I just, I love listening to live music There is no other feeling in this world Like capturing the essence of live music being performed by your favorite artist. The aura, the energy, the camaraderie of you being somewhere with someone Where they equally appreciate what's happening right in front of you it's, it's, I would say it's like a drug. It definitely is a drug. I'll, I'll continue to go to concerts, listen to my favorite artists and music live too. I'm deaf and I don't think I'm too far out. <laughs> my hearing's good, I think. Maybe not so much on the left ear. Maybe not so much. But with that, that's why for me, I'm, I'm right now hearing all this. It, it boils my blood a bit. My gears, they are not oiled up. They grinding a bit. It's what, (laughs) about to be one o'clock in the morning and I'm fucking heated. (laughs) Shit. But we got some more additional information as far as a potential Frank Ocean injury that could have played a part into his last minute decision. He has a fractured ankle. But my thing with Frank Ocean having a fractured ankle is what does this have to do with you singing? I'm not a singer. I'm not a rapper. I will say this though. As I'm running this show, as I'm running this broadcast, I do not need my feet to be mobile. I don't. I don't need my feet to be mobile at any point. So I don't know how crucial it is for Frank Ocean's ankle to be at 100%, to be fully functional, to where it impacts his decision making, going on an insane ego trip, destroying a beautiful ice ring. Y'all know how hard it is not only to set up a stage, but to make it an ice rink, I have no experience, but it must be pretty damn tough, man. (laughs) It must be pretty damn tough. So fractured ankle on top of all this. And then he he has the audacity to give this statement. It was chaotic. There is some beauty in the chaos when he spoke about his Coachella performance. What? There is beauty in the chaos? Again, this man... He's gone, all, he's, gone, he's gone loose in his head. I don't know what's wrong with him. As a matter of fact, I'll give him a call see what's up. Drop to it off, he dropped out of his next Coachella performance. And overall, this has just been a spectacular shitstorm for Frank Ocean. That's all I'm going to say. Hey, for those of y'all that have been holding on for music, <laughs> just give up. Clearly, at this point... Regardless, the fans do not run his life, but without the fans, you wouldn't have been in the position that you are in. And the fact that, hey, no music, cool, but now in front of your fans that take time and money, you're just going to be giving this tasteless, trash performance, honestly. Wild, wild, wild. Anyhow, on to the next one. So a couple weeks back... Uh, I was doing an Uber I got some folks in the whip and this has happened a couple of times where if it's some drunk people they will let me know like hey this person's drunk if it's too much blah 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 I'm like you know depending on the person cool whatever it is I got a garbage bag all of a deal y'all know the deal but I had this one gentleman, and you know they—they they told me a couple times about you know I've had people tell me a couple times like hey he could be a bit of a loose cannon when he's drunk. But this guy, he looked at me. He said, hey, uh, I don't know. Well, you know, uh, my friend, he could get a little, he could get a little racist whenever he's fucked up. I just want to let you know if that's cool. And I was just like, hey, I don't give a fuck. Just get in the car. But in the back of my head, I was interested because I'm like, wait, your friend's drunk. And you got to warn me that he becomes a bit racist when he's drunk. What? Like, how can you be cool with somebody that the more they drink, they just start becoming more racist? Their inner racism pops out at that. Let me not say like, oh, you know, when they're sober, they're a great person. But when they're drunk, they turn back. No, no, no. Deep down, deep down, this man's racist. And anyhow, throughout throughout the trip, yeah. Nothing crazy was said. This man didn't just start religiously spinning and N word or nothing like that. And he didn't, you know, he was pretty composed. He was just loud and talking about whatever. But it made me think a bit. And especially with this one statement. It wasn't a crazy statement. He was like, oh man, we got your kind driving. Y'all good, got good drivers. Y'all good drivers. Hell yeah. I was like, probably a stereotype with Hispanics, Puerto Ricans, you know, Hondas, Acuras. Okay, we, we some amazing drivers. I wasn't driving a Honda Acura, but the idea behind you looked at me and that's probably what you interpreted. Cool. Cool. But that got me thinking after I dropped him off and everything, how would a night out with this guy be? And then at what point do you start picking up the clues that are like, oh, he doesn't think of me (laughs) like a regular human. Like, Let's say he bought you drinks, right? You over here, you think he's a regular guy. He's sober. He's just like, hey, come on. Let me get you a drink. And then you about to buy a drink. He's like, no, no, no. Your money's no good here. And you're like, ah, thank you. I appreciate it. Look at this guy. My money's no good. He got me covered. And then y'all take like another drink. He starts getting tipsy. He's like, oh, no, no. Your kind doesn't deserve to get this kind of drink. I got you. And you're like, hey, all right. Hell yeah. Two drinks back to back free. But my kind doesn't deserve to like deal with a transaction. My money's not good. All right. (laughs) You get a third drink. And at this point, he tells you, right, "I, think, I think you should go drink it over there. I don't want you ruining what's going on over here. We don't want your presence ruining everything. At this point, you're like, what? What's going on here? <laughs> what's going on here? What do you mean all of a sudden my presence just bothering you? It's just a progressive level of racism until finally hits that point where it's like, you know what? I never agree with you stepping forth inside these buildings. And are just like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Ooh, is it because I'm a Warriors fan in a magic jersey. Nah, I just don't like the way you that <laughs> Look, talk, speak. I'm already four shots deep. So I'm like, whoa, this is all finally making sense. This is making sense. You know, like <laughs> my money's no good. <laughs> my presence is no good. Wow, this is you. <laughs> this is you. <laughs> what was that? I told y'all, fortunately, I'm sorry this episode is going to be cut short a bit. But that's all right, because I might sneak another episode with that I want to discuss. If y'all ever been a server at any point, there's a couple of things that customers do that could irritate you, get you angry, and, you know, just throw you off a little bit. For me, it takes a lot. I have a lot of patience. I'm grateful in my life to have developed the patience that I do have to where anything, especially whenever it comes to, like, a work environment, professional field, and you got to be out of this world crazy to really, like... Yeah, get me pissed over something. But one thing that has always just infuriated me, when I was a server or anything that was tip based, is whenever I would meet some incredible, kind people from start to finish. When they see you, they say, "Yo, how's your day? How you doing?" So on and so forth. They Spanish, "Yo te bendiga." How are you? So on and so forth. You just loving it. Sort of, a, you know, the back and forth energy, the fact that we all smiles, we chopping it up. And then right before, let's just say the person or the group leaves and it comes time for the tip, they don't leave a tip on the card. They don't leave no tip in cash. And right now you're probably listening to this and like, oh, OK, so you don't appreciate it when they don't tip you. No, they decide to leave like a nickel and two quarters. And then they look at you as they're leaving and they acknowledge the fact they gave you coins and they're like, yo, have a great day You were an amazing server I can't wait to come back And then I have to sort of Sit here broken Like appalled Like nigga You really just gave me coins? Like, I don't want to I don't want to hear this talk about Hey you got to be appreciative It's a quarter It's a nickel It's better than nothing I throw that shit out I'm not going to take that disrespect Hey you're not going to sit here in my face Have a great time Put on this smile Make me feel special Damn near almost Make me sit down And eat dinner with you Telling me Yo, tereniga, All this shit And then you're going to give me coins afterwards. You expect me to eat off of this? (laughs) Oh, wow. Thank you for the 25 cents, man. I really needed that. Let me go shove it up my ass for whatever reason. Like, I'm so happy you did this. So happy. I really needed these five fucking pennies. And I'm not even going to go as far as to say there's a special place in hell. Because that would be too much. Let me not be too extra with... The way I speak to these people, because ultimately they were kind, right? But there's not a special place in hell for people like this. No, again, that's a little too much. But in the event they were to make it a heaven, they're going to go through a regular door. That's it. It ain't going to be the pearly gates. It ain't going to be the doors filled with gold, filled with all these jewels, angels singing. I I just hope when y'all get a heaven it's just a regular ass wooden door and then and then you you enjoy the the rest of the glory the rest of the perks that comes with being in heaven <laughs> some passive aggressive uh, passive aggressive what I don't, I don't even know how to finish it vision for them or metaphor not too sure. But with that, Vivinectar episode 271. Y'all best believe I had a rant about Frank Ocean. That shit is just ridiculous. Um, Passive aggressive racism. <laughs> and the idea that someone who you might be thinking is taking you out to have some drinks, have a good time, making some funny jokes is really like not fucking with you. Like, <laughs> yeah, your money's no good here. <laughs> no, seriously, your money's not good here. Like you're not good here. Like, you know, there's always been something about your skin that pissed me off. And you're just like, All right? <laughs> this could go two ways. Fuck the wooden door for you. You're going to hell, buddy. There's a special place in hell for you. But you know what? We're going to give you a door. It's not going to be the most decorative door. It might even be pretty painful. I don't know where to build off this joke from here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, the future, I'm not too big on promises, but I can't wait to have a little bit more effects on here. We're starting it off with the music. I'm going to get some effects on here, but with that, um, I just want to say, let me end it off in a little bit more empowering, empowering, empowering send off. Holy shit. Don't know what you've been through. Could have been last night. Could have been today. Shit. Maybe you're just not happy. You got to wake up and do something you don't want to do or shit ain't going well for you. I just want to say you've made it this far in your life. You made it this far. There has been countless times in your life where you probably thought, I don't know how I could go another day, week, or month doing this. I don't didn't know if I you probably didn't know you were going to get over a heartbreak, but you did and you made it and you're here. You could continue to do it again. Just keep swimming. Shouts out of Dory. And with that, just to finish it up, don't try not to place too much of any future anxiety on yourself right now. You can try your best to just be in the present as hard as it can be. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm not saying shit's going to be sweet. But one step at a time, man, going to be better. You're going to be able to make it to the next day. With that, Alexander Roman, eighth wonder of the world. I'm out. Take care.